Hear a knock on the door and the night begins Cause we've done this before so you come on in Make yourself at my home, tell me where you been Pour yourself something cold, baby, cheers to this Sometimes you gotta stay in And you know where I live Yeah, you know what we is Sometimes you gotta stay Yes, there was game five. College athlete, Woodbury High School's safest driver. He's the glue that held our friend group together. He's a baseball history expert, and his sports memorabilia collection is insured for six figures. Jake, how's it going? It's going pretty well, Blake. Thanks for having me. Yep. Have you l- listened to the pod? I, I've been able to listen to a couple of them. A couple episodes, yep. and what do you think? Better than Barstool? I would say better than Barstool. More for you unique. personally? Yeah, I like I like the stories and being able to actually like relate to them. And if you had to rate it out of 10, what would you rate it? Because one of our former guests, Megan Hamilton, said it's a 10 out of 10 if you know the people on the podcast, but she gave a lot lower score if you don't know the guests. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I would I would agree with that 100%. I had my buddies listening to it um, to Jack's episode. And they actually. thought we were just weirdos. And they're like, what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with these you guys? Kids? Yeah, yep, exactly. Oh, shoot. How do I change that, Jake? How do I change that? I, d- I don't know, but I do think that, like, I would say that maybe it's not the worst thing. I think maybe it's it, not it the worst hits, thing. It hits the niche audience. Well, it's say. the worst thing if I'm trying to get sponsorships. Yeah. And then, make it big time. Then right? we'll, we'll need some bigger guests on here then. Right, exactly. Maybe that's what I got to do. I just got to get a guest that everyone knows and then just grill them with the same kinds of questions. Yep. But okay, so today is January 10th. Um, so we're coming off of the holiday season. How was your Christmas? Pretty good. good? Yeah, did you go end up going good. home, or did you just do kind of like a Zoom virtual Christmas? Uh, I was at home with my immediate family, uh, Kim, Tim, Amanda. Okay. Um, and that was about it. And then we just did the Zoom stuff with, with our With other family? Yeah. yeah. How about you? Same deal. Well, I yeah, same deal. I went home for, I think, one night, okay. and that was it, which usually I'll go home for a couple days. But yep. I don't know. It's been a little different since I started working. Um, what'd you get for Christmas? What was the best gift? Oh man, uh, are you one of those families that just does cash? No, not not a cash only. Family. You know those families though, where it's yeah. like, oh, let's just give them a envelope full of money. Yeah, it's like, is that fun? And that's on, not unique. There's is nothing. that fun on Christmas morning no, no. for some people? I want to open boxes. I want big I boxes. I a know. lot of them. Um, some, probably my favorite gift. Uh, got a new golf bag. Really? Sweet. Hopefully, I can get better at that this summer. Um, at golfing? Yeah. Did pretty, you golf a lot last summer? Uh, yeah, and I'm still really bad. You're still really bad. Very bad. Well, you still well, you're still doing town ball, right? So you still. Yeah. I remember when I growing up playing golf. For me, it was always hard because I played baseball and going back and forth between the two swings would always screw me up. Like, yeah, I don't really have an excuse on that. I don't really hit, so you know, hit you just no, pitch. I just oh, so that so. you can't. But you can still no use excuse. that as an excuse. Yep, we'll, right, blur, we'll blurt that out of the episode, so yep. you can keep using that as an excuse. But we actually went golfing once this summer, and how was the course? Yeah, if you had was, to rank, rank the course, I would rank the course probably a one out of ten. I was pretty excited to get out there on the course with my buddies uh, and Jack Ross to a really prestigious par three and uh, like. Little Canada, Minnesota, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what he I was thinking. I think we finished around in 42 minutes. Well, he said that it was in Roseville, and I was like, I don't know of any courses in Roseville. And I didn't really look into it that much, and I remember I showed up, and I still didn't really think anything of it. And then I realized it was a par three, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. We were done in like an hour and a half, and <laughs> you win some, you lose some, right? Yeah, but exactly. follow-up question, how was your New Year's, and what did you do? Pretty good. Did you get a New Year's kiss? No, no, no? I did not. Uh, I didn't really do too much. Uh, we kind of had a bender. I had a lot of PTO at the end of the month. Oh, so you have to use it before the I new year. Before the new year, um, and we didn't end up going anywhere. So like a lot of me and my buddies pretty much just you had some friends over to your just house. Just drank and... a lot the whole week, and then 
I mean, just hung New out. Year's so. was New Year's? Yeah. Have you ever got a New Year's kiss before? I have, yes. Let's hear the story. No. No? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about that? No. Can you set the scene a little bit? Was that a bar or was that a house I, party? I can think about a couple times. Uh, the one time we went to New Year's with you. Um, at we were, Minnesota? At Minnesota, okay. I think we were like You freshmen. got a kiss on that New Year's? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Was it from someone you knew from school or was it from? Yeah, it was okay. from someone I knew okay. from school. Okay, well, interesting. Yeah, we were down in Arizona for New Year's, and it was just a weird New Year's where New Year's is all about, you know, like socializing. And I, I don't know. I think I'm not the biggest fan of going out for New Year's because I feel like it's kind of amateur hour. I was talking about this with one of my friends. It's like all the kids that think that, all the kids that never go out, they feel the need on New Year's Eve to just go wild and go crazy. And, you know, it's just a shit show, and people are always messing up and whatnot so mm-hmm. i'm not the biggest fan of new year's and i think it's a little overrated but so we've been locked down for what around 11 months would you yep, say now yep. have you have any new hobbies or is there any new activities that you've been doing since that all went down um i've been trying to run more run more yeah you've like um, been jogging jogging getting on the treadmill more which uh do you guys have a treadmill at your house uh no we do not um it's at work at work we have them and then any, i go to any time as well so oh, just trying nice. to get my miles in does uh todd have a pretty sweet setup at work pretty todd's pretty got sweet. a pretty solid gym there for us which has been nice because they never closed down so yeah that's pretty sweet but he, um, it, it, the gym is located in wisconsin correct yes. so it's, it's he can bend the rules a little bit yep, exactly right? exactly so running is there anything else then um, been doing that snow how far can you run what's your mile time oh right man. now i'd say my mile time is about i can run three to four miles yep at about a eight minute pace that's, that's not bad fast. that's not bad that is honestly not bad like yeah, i couldn't yeah. even do that to be honest been working like, on it. i went on the bike the other day and thought it was gonna be a piece of cake because i watched the 30 for 30 lance armstrong which yep. have you seen that yep one nut it's sweet Mm-hmm. That's sweet. I don't know. Lance Armstrong's kind of a scumbag. Yep, a I didn't bit. really think he was that big of a scumbag because, you know, growing up, I remember the Live Strong bracelets, and it was like a huge statement that this guy came back after battling cancer and mm-hmm. was actually like a beast biker. But then you watch a documentary, and it's like, no, this guy's actually kind of a dirtbag. Yeah. He kind of just threw everyone else under the bus and was just taking a bunch of steroids. And he was just such so iconic that, uh, I don't know, the international biking rules people just let it slide for just him so he was the only one that was doping it's it's it kind of shows if you're like super good at something people like don't care about right how Espe- a person you especially are. when you're like growing the, the sport as much yep. as he was it was there anyone because we're going to get into your old baseball career but is there anyone in the mlb that was like that that you can think about the top of your head that was maybe not the best person I but mean, like they were just so big and they made the sport so big which baseball is such an old sport where uh-huh. maybe it's a little bit different where there's not someone like that. But. Yeah, I mean, I would say like a guy like A-Rod is pretty hated, um, kind of a douche, took steroids, things of that nature. But, A-Rod? Yeah, but like, you know, you see him on TV now, and he's got a hot wife, and he's pretty funny. J-Lo? Yeah, so like he's he's doing well. It's kind of the Tiger effect, you know. People forget that Tiger was a sex addict, but no one cares. Right. That doesn't, because he's he was really just good at golf. Unreal. Yeah, he was just and unreal. he's cool, so no one cares. Kind of comes back to that theory I have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard like a story about Tiger Woods about how he like, hooked up with uh, one of his neighbor's like daughters or something did you i i can't, it was something crazy like I cannot that confirm or deny that i know that story but he claps a lot does he still uh, now he's got like a new I, girlfriend yeah right? he probably goes to his class he's, has he like, settled down a yeah, little bit he settled down a it's like bit, the probably. blades of glory yeah where he's sitting there and there's one other smoke show in the class if and, you've like, ever he's, seen if you've he's ever just, seen the south park of tiger woods back in about 2010 um, i have not it's a good no one. You should really oh man of course they they ripped on him yeah they shred him for having sex so much i i gotta watch that 
Um, so with the new year, this is my first episode of 2021. Do you have any new year's resolutions that you've made? Oh man. Uh, this year, try to be a little healthier. Um, so something general, cause that's, my, I was, I was just going to say that's car, a, get my car wash more frequently. Get your car wash. Yeah. More frequently. I just did it for the first that's, time. It's a day. flex dude. It's it is. A flex. It is really. People, there's some people that do it and they get like snap stories and they're just, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't personally see the point, but mm. it's a straight flex. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's a little scary when you're getting your car wash. I haven't done that in a long time. It's a good experience, you know, you feel a little trapped. But oh, you're because you're claustrophobic. A little bit, yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Not tight spaces, but I'll I'll get through that in 2021. Someone told me that they were like, "Oh, well, it's better for your car. It helps you." Like, and I'm like, "Does it wash like the equipment underneath, or like does it clean that up a little bit, or how is it better for your car?" To be completely gonna... honest, what I if there's have a leak? No idea. Maybe you check for leaks. That's it, what you're doing. You're checking for leaks in your windows and stuff because. You'll get blasted by water. You do feel like kind of a beast when you're just sitting in your car and someone's like washing it in 20 degree weather, just like right. scrubbing it. You kind of just feel like right, kind right, of right. A beast, so. so is that your, those are your two New Year's resolutions to be healthier yeah. and to wash your yeah, car more? wash my car more probably. That's, those are great because I was thinking, I was like, I don't really have any New Year's resolutions. I mean, other than just to like be healthier and be a yep. better person. But if it's not anything that's concrete, then yes. you can never break it or you can never, it's like, oh, well, I'm trying to be healthier, you know, so. Um... And are you working from home right now, or what's how has work changed since this? Uh, so we actually we're in Wisconsin, so the rules are a little bit different. And I would, there's no rules over yeah, there. It's, it's wild, wild west over there, um, over the river. But uh, we have basically been back in office since I would say June. Okay. Um, with basically the guidelines is if you become like exposed, you go home for two weeks. And we've had I live with three of my coworkers. And yep. This getting exposed thing was pretty crazy for a while. It was like every other week we're at home. Oh, I know. I, it's like I literally basically worked at home all summer because I was exposed every. We we time. had that same rule where it was like if you're exposed, you got to quarantine for two weeks. And I remember saying, I was like, I, I haven't been exposed to like anyone. To me, it was almost like this mythical COVID was like this mythical thing. And I said that and literally the next week I got exposed and everyone else I worked with got exposed. And it was just like at this point everyone's being constantly exposed all the time exactly like. it really is it's crazy i mean seriously it'd be like you'd be in the office for like two hours and then you would get told by hr you have to go home it'd be like oh <laughs> timmy timmy was uh at the bar last week yeah they're like blah blah blah, blah. and it, it's kind of we work with a lot of young guys and um a lot of people who sometimes don't abide by the rules so it's been that's when like who would say who like can we get a name of someone who's really uh, irresponsible let's see we had our probably our biggest scare was one of our buddies, uh, Charlie, got it, and then next thing you know, it doubled. He didn't tell anyone, and then it doubled. He didn't tell anyone. You guys, you guys are all going out on Saturday, and he just like on Sunday texted you guys, "Oh yeah, by the way, I have COVID." We we had a situation. Um, we had some people over. It was like the week before Halloween. Okay. Um, we probably had like thirty people over. Everyone's feeling good. Wakes up in the morning, and the kid goes, "I can't smell or taste." So we were like, "Oh shit." Did he have it? Uh, he ended up having COVID. Oh. <laughs> Every, we had to text everyone at our house. Everyone that was at our house, like, hey, Ooh. maybe you should get tested. People were not happy. Um, but Did anyone actually get it? The craziest part is that not one person got it from the kid. Um, the kid who also got it was just such an easy scapegoat. Like, really? if there was a one guy in the room that you're like, if any... If it's questionable whether or not he even want him there. Yeah. He, well, it was, it, was, it, was for, it was more like, you know he's the guy who is going to catch the most heat for having COVID. Really? And he had COVID. So that was kind of a funny experience. Okay. but That's kind of what happened here, too, where um, one of our roommates, Carl, got it, but none of the other three 
roommates got it. And we were mm-hmm. all definitely like exposed yep. to Carl. So I don't know. I don't. I think no one really knows what they're talking about when it comes to this disease because yeah. you hear it's ten different things every single week, and it's like I don't think anyone knows. No, I seriously don't either. But okay, so do you like working from home, or I guess what's everyone keeps saying the new workday is going to look a lot different from a lot of people because they're fi- they're realizing oh they can work from home and it they can still be productive and it can still work i mean i don't know personally i like going in and out mm-hmm. out of the office just because i get out of my house when i quarantined for two weeks i was going crazy by the end of it yeah i would say personally it doesn't really affect what i do um too much being home or being in the office right obviously if when you're in the office you have more resources and mm-hmm. more computer screens which is pretty sweet yeah two monitors um, is a game changer yeah if i mean I can do so many more spreadsheets. Right, so, exactly. Uh, like, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, I don't really have a preference either way. So right. it's been you got to get one of those curve monitors. Have you seen one of those yeah. crazy curve gaming monitors? Yeah, dude? that is pretty you sweet. You can get like four normal screens in that thing. Four mm-hmm. spreadsheets going at once. Tie them all together with macros and yes. stuff like that. You're probably better at that than I am. I, I don't know. Are Let's you see. an Excel whiz? I am not an Excel whiz. No. Um, I'm all right, I would say. You're all right? Yeah. yeah I can do the basic functions. Like I can, I know how to add columns up yeah you can add i can do some of the equations but uh, i'm not like a pivot table expert or anything along those lines and when i get in someone else's spreadsheet i'm like i just don't want to fuck this thing up exactly i'll save a copy of it and be like whatever it is blake copy yep and that's the copy that i go in and mess around with so i don't screw the actual thing up. yep spreadsheets are give me a lot of anxiety on a daily basis yep so the vaccine are you going to get the vaccine i will be getting the vaccine you will you don't think that the government's trying to microchip you (laughs) No, I don't think so. You're not one of those paranoid people? I am not. Yeah, I don't get that. But I mean, I don't know. I, I think if anything, like, they, they kind of rushed it a little yep. bit. So I feel like that would be the one reason I would be hesitant. Like, mm-hmm. you know, especially because I've been exposed to it where, I don't know. I should go get the antibody test and see because, I mean, yeah. I don't know. My little sister is a nursing major, and she actually just got the vaccine, like, last really? week. The first dose, and she said she's felt fine, so... I'll know a little bit more firsthand if, <laughs> have she, you seen if she gets screwed. Have you seen <laughs> the not. Have you seen the video of the reporter who gets it and then she passes out? <laughs> no, I have not. They give it to her, and I think she was just like nervous because she was on TV or something. But yeah. her eyes roll back in her head and she falls <laughs> off her chair, and everyone's like freaking out. They're like, "This is what you want? Yeah, this is the future." But there's a lot of fear around it. But who knows? We'll, we'll know more in a month than we do right. today. So, kind of piggybacking off of the vaccine. Todd Westby, who's your boss, who's a mutual connection that we have because of Sam, his son, he was in the news probably four or five years back because he wanted to microchip all of his employees. Do you have a microchip in you right now? I do not have a microchip in me, I promise. Did they offer, or is that still the game plan? Because he he caught a lot of heat for it. So I did get offered to get microchipped multiple times. Um, I said no every Every day. Every Every single day when I walk in, he asked. And I I always had an excuse. you would be like, oh, sorry, I'm going on vacation. He's like, that doesn't matter. But like, it, it's like, he, oh, I have a weird uh, allergy to metal yeah. under my, underneath my skin. No, but he was super cool about it. People who didn't want it didn't get it. It was no big deal. Uh, nothing along those lines. But in regards to the microchip, it was kind of a funny time. Like we had protesters and stuff. And outside I mean, your office, outside of our office, we had one protester actually, one protester and. Uh, at that time, my job was basically like summer help, and I just worked with my buddies out in the warehouse. You're the security. We were basically security, and at, the one, protesters. at one point, uh, we were like told to go give this guy water because um, he's it was 90 degrees, and he was just sitting out there. He was the like, only guy, the only protester sitting out with like 
sunglasses on. He looked like an right. alien, like detector. Right, right, right. And he's like, we go up to him and give him a bottle of water. And he's like, I'm not drinking that. I'm like, why? He's like, I know what's in there. And I'm like, <laughs> it's water. He's like, dude, if you're smart, how you should par- get out now. How paranoid is this guy? Uh, he was a freak. You, you give him a glass of water and he thinks that Todd is like the secret yeah. mastermind working for the government it trying to get microchips and so, ridic- so ridiculous. But that was quite the experience. Okay. So... Last question before we jump back in your childhood and kind of start from the beginning. What's the first thing you're going to do when everything opens back up? I am going to black out you're going to go to the bar. Because one of my buddies was telling me that his boss is going to Barmageddon. Oh. For when they, when they open everything up, yep. it's like game on, free for all, which I think the governor should come out and on a day say this is the day. They should pick yep. a day at least. Mm-hmm. As long as everyone gets on the same page and like this is the day, but I know they're not going to do that. They're going to do some BS where it's like 25% capacity, 50% capacity, yada, yada, yada. So mm-hmm. it's not actually going to be as crazy as I think everyone wants it to be. Yeah, in all reality, like that should be like a national holiday, probably. I that's what I think, dude. Should, I think they, I think they should. It should be like the Fourth of July. Yeah, it it'll be remembered forever. It'll be kind of like a special day for people over the age of twenty one and under twenty one. They're just gonna right. be able to do whatever they want at bars for the first time. For the first time in a long time. In a year. Yes. Which is gonna be nuts. It's gonna be crazy. Okay. Good answer, because that's what I was going to say, yep. but I could see you throwing a curveball and being like, oh, I'm going to go to a Twins game with no, my family yeah. or something. I, I wish. You know? I, I'm going to do something like that. No, definitely not. So, okay, childhood. You grew up in Woodbury. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that, because you went to the Tartan school system, but yep. we played. you played sports in Woodbury, and that's kind of how we all met and got to know each other. Yep, so where I live in Woodbury, it's technically District 6. There was a little bit of gerrymandering that went yeah, on yeah. with the, dis- the school districts. Yeah, it was a little sketchy, but... Um, we can talk about it now since it's in the past. Right. Um, but no, I'm kidding. But we basically lived in Woodbury, not too far from any of you guys, but enough to be in Tartan School District. A, um, a medium length bike right away. Yeah. It, when you're in fourth grade, it seems like kind of a haul. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Um, I'm sure with a car, it's not far. No, it's not. Uh, it's like very, a two minute drive. It's like a two minute drive. Um, I would say growing up in Woodbury, we kind of had a lot of fun. Yes, we did. Um, we, and at first, I was obviously at the tartan school district and yep. i played sports with you guys right and when i got to about seventh grade is that mom, when you made the jump yes okay. seventh grade and i remember my mom was like do you want to go to school at tartan or do you want to go hang out through woodbury and it's like finally she finally asked yeah, i've finally been wanting asked. to go to woodbury for the so last five years i opened enrolled in woodbury in eighth grade and then and who did then, you bring with you you brought tyler vote with you yes tyler vote yeah He's an interesting cat too. What was he like growing up? Uh, he was he's he a was, really bad kid. He was out of control. That's how you describe him. He's a bad kid. He was he was a bad apple. He was the kid that like your if your wife was a teacher, they're like fuck Tyler Vogt. That uh, kid sucks. The the teacher's going home and she's like having a she's just stressed out because of this one yes. kid who just won't listen. He was just dark. He was just dark. He, he, he was yeah. evil. He was he a little was an evil, evil kid. kid, but. But he's grown up and he's he's not evil anymore. He's very chill and cool. Right. But uh, yeah, as a uh, as a little kid, he was right. on the evil side. Okay. So in your neighborhood, I would say you kind of had an awesome childhood, and so did I. But like your neighborhood had plenty of kids that were the same age. Yep. Everyone got along, and there was plenty to do. I guess what kind of activities are you doing with everyone? And we were big. Uh, we had a lot of kids our age. We were big on wiffle ball. Was, right, was really fun. Um, but you of, actually would have had a a yearly wiffle ball tournament. Yeah. That got we did. pretty big and pretty exclusive and. Everyone wanted to play in it. Yeah, I'm surprised not everyone's already heard about this, but we did have a pretty big wiffle ball tournament. Um, and you organized that, and what made you organize that? Just a, just a dream. Just a dream? Yeah. You had a pretty sweet setup in your backyard. You had a batting cage, yep. right? A full wiffle ball field, and 
Yeah, that was uh, that was a good childhood um, because of those resources and right. And how how competitive would the wiffle ball games get? I would say uh, we there's almost friendships lost sometimes. Yeah, there are twelve year olds that were screaming f bombs back and forth at each other because yep. someone thought one thing was a strike and one thing was a ball. Right? Exactly. It got really intense. But you know that's why we had that little net in the back that called strikes and balls. Right. Exactly. And you try to eliminate that as much yeah, as possible. You can't. You can't argue with it. And I mean, I would say I had a lot of fun playing with football, but I had more fun playing with football when you didn't play with that one ball with the stripe on it. Because yes. we started playing with that ball with the stripe on it, which in all fairness made it a little bit more fair because it would curve a bunch. Yep. But I could never hit it. And for me, it was like if it was something that was that challenging, I was like, I'm just going to cheer on yep. the sideline. I feel that. Um, okay, so you make the transition to come to Woodbury, the Woodbury school system. Are you nervous at all? I remember at first I was actually kind of nervous because obviously I was like really good friends with you like, guys. Yep. But there was a lot of kids that I wasn't didn't right. even know. Right, right, right. And then I remember when I got there, I was like not we in took any you- of your classes. Oh, really? I was like in classes with people I didn't know. Right. So I was like, oh, this is a little bit scary. But it right. took like a day. I mean, the, the, the thing was for us too, we had people from Woodbury Elementary, but there were still, we were pulling from three or four other schools. So yeah. it was new for everyone. So you kind of came at the perfect time. Yeah, it, it was not a hard transition. No. Nope. It took like a day or two and I felt like I was... And the boys took you under their yeah, wing and you were good, good to go. Good friends there. Okay, so you were a big athlete growing up. I know baseball is definitely your favorite sport, but did you play any other sports? And we'll kind of jump into your baseball career a little bit later, but... We, uh, well, I kind of sucked at all the other sports, to be completely honest with you. Um, football was very tough for me. When did you play football? Uh, third and fourth grade. I was on the Colts. Okay. Yep. Was that Dwyer's team? No, it was Jack's team. Okay. I scored one touchdown in my career. That a boy. They put me on the fullback on the one-yard line, so I, literally all I had to do was Is just, you got a couple good blocks in your end? I was really bad at football. Really I, bad at football? I was, uh, I played tight end. I was small. I wasn't very fast, and I'm not a very aggressive person. Yeah, but have you seen the movie Rudy, though? Yeah, but I hated football. I, you hated football? You I didn't remember, have the love for the game like Rudy? I remember vividly Nate Galen would just face mask me to the ground in every practice. Oh, Nate Galen. I hated <laughs> Nate Galen. I probably still hate Nate Galen for that. He destroyed my football career. I hated practice. You'd be in the NFL right now, maybe, if it probably, wasn't for him. It would be Mahomes. You could be a kicker. It would be Mahomes. You could be Jake a kicker Dickmeyer. or a punter or something, you know? Yeah, no. I'm not very talented in that either. Soccer no. was a tough sport for me. Got bored. Wasn't very fast. Not very fun. Right. Um, basketball, I do enjoy basketball. I remember eighth grade basketball. Do you remember eighth grade basketball? Yeah. That was probably my my the most fun I had playing ba- basketball Yes, it was in eighth grade, just because... Our coach was a beauty. He kind of let us just do whatever we wanted. And we were we good or were we bad? I can't remember. I really don't remember either. I think we were okay, and everyone on the team was content with being okay. Yep. So it didn't really matter because we didn't really have to work that hard. Exactly. And I kind of just messed around. But um, Okay, so your, your parents' basement. Mm-hmm. I remember my first time going over there and everyone telling me, there's a bunch of baseball memorabilia down there. There's a bunch of crazy memorabilia down there. If they're, I guess, describe your basement to all the listeners. Uh, and is it insured? Do you have insurance on that? Thing? I don't know if my dad has it insured, to be honest. He probably should. Um, it's com- be... col- uh, covered under your umbrella. Yeah, it's probably under the umbrella. House insurance policy. House insurance policy, probably. Um, basically, my dad collects a lot of baseballs, bats, things of that nature, and displays it in our basement. Right. So there's just a lot of memorabilia. But, um, yeah, that's about it. And if you had to save one item out of your basement, if your house is on fire, what would it be? Oh, Man, from the basement? From the basement, out of the collection. Uh, What's the most memorable item? Probably 
When I was pretty little, this dude named Bobby Kilty, this raging ginger for the Twins, gave me a broken bat. Yeah. And I, I, I got that one personally, so I'd probably grab that just for shits. Really? Yeah. Okay. Just good memory. Okay. So what was your best memory from your childhood? Oh, man. One Or just one that sticks out to you? Oh. From, like, really young? Yeah, from, like, uh, elementary school. I would school. say... I had a lot of fun when, like, you guys would come over, and yep. then we'd hang out with my neighbors, yep. too, and we would do, the like... flashlight tag? Yeah, like, night games, because we had this one neighbor, his name is Josh. Um, What's Josh up to nowadays? I don't know. When's the last Unfortunately, time? Josh has a few um, things going on uh, mentally, and he was really good at this tag game. Like He was. He was legit the scariest human in the history of the world, and he was always it. Right. We never had And we play with Tyler, too. So yeah. it was like double trouble. Yeah, Tyler was trying to... Yeah, Tyler's evil, and J- J- Josh has like some things going on, and just right. scary as shit. Right, right, right. And, you know, he'd never catch us, because he was less athletic, but he was terrifying. He, he, yeah, he got close. And when yes. he'd get close, your adrenaline would be jacked up. Yeah. I you mean, did not want this guy to catch this you. This is like the scariest human you'll ever see. Yeah, you didn't know what he was going to do. No, he's just crazy. Absolute nut job. Um, so I'd say stuff like that was pretty right, fun. Right, right, right. So I guess what's the worst memory then? Do you have any memories that you remember that are oh, just Yeah, I got a good one. Brutal? Here, actually, I got a good one. Okay. Uh, I remember Tyler Vogt came over to my house. I knew and, that he was going to be involved. And, and he asked if I could hang out. And I said yes. And he just kneed me in the balls as hard as he could. <laughs> right there. Right there. Right then and there. Right there. Out of there. nowhere. Like out of nowhere. And I go down and I'm like dying. Like there's deathbed. Did you think that you might actually have to go? Like I thought I was going to die. I remember thinking this is the end. And I go inside. My dad's like, all right, let's see what's going on down there. They're just oh, fucking... he looked. Yeah, because they were black and blue. Like they were. Oh, there was bruising. Yes, they were bruised. Oh my gosh. And, you know, my dad's like, why did he do that? Like, did anything provoke that? And, and you know what the thing is? Nothing. You're like, I just called his mom slud. <laughs> yeah, I was an atheist. I was like, yeah, you slew bag. But no, it was literally non-provoked. And I would say that was probably one of the worst memories. Really? It was just pure evil. So did you have any uh, permanent damage on there? No, I've been good since, I think. Okay. It's actually funny because in college, kind of a similar thing happened. And I actually had to get an ultrasound <laughs> at the same place that Josh was working. Really? Yeah. There was this one. Josh didn't give it to me, though. He wanted to. He asked the, his boss. He's like, hey, my friend's coming in today. I, he needs an ultrasound. I really want to be the one to give it to him. There was this time in college where it was like my junior year. Yep. And it was during the spring. And my nuts kind of always hurt. And I didn't really know what was going on. Yep. And I was like a little worried about it. And Did anything start that or no? no it just it, randomly like I would just be like at baseball and be like, dude, my nuts hurt. Right. And if this ever happens to any of the listeners, go get it checked out. It's yeah, not get, weird, get right? Get it checked out. Get it checked out. So Watch I'm, the Lance Armstrong documentary. I'm kind of freaking out a little bit, but I'm like, I don't really want to go and be like, hey, my nuts hurt. So what I do is one, get, of, my, one of my buddy's dads was actually a doctor in Northfield. Oh, that and, was a better and idea. He's standing above the dugout, and I'm like, Mr. Mellon, uh, I need is there something you. wrong with my nuts? And You showed him? No, he's, he's basically like, uh, what's it feel like? Da, 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 do a couple things, and then... He came to the conclusion that I'm fine. And then next thing you know, my nuts are fine. Oh, it was all it, mental, It was you mental. Think? It, you was think it was a mental, mental thing, yeah. So once I got told by my buddy's dad that my nuts are okay, I was okay. You're fine. Yeah. So, I think so you still haven't got them checked out. Yeah. They still could be really messed up. Yeah. I remember when I had that whole process, they did not make it easy to go in and see a doctor. Oh, I they bet. made me tell them exactly what was wrong on the phone and i was like can i just tell like the doctor when i get in there you know yeah. like i don't really want to so. but anyways um <laughs> you know what time it is jake no <laughs>
It's time for weekly Would You Rather. So I, I look so much. This is going to be a new segment that okay. we're going to do. So okay. it's Would You Rather. 2021. 2021, new segment. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to speak? Read, for sure. Read? Yeah, for sure. Right. I agree. I mean, I... I mean, I think much. there's very, probably very few lines of work or very few lifestyles where losing the ability to read would hurt you more than losing the ability to talk. You know, maybe if you were like a computer programmer, science yep. person, and you didn't really like socializing with people, I could see you picking that. But that's the only scenario I could see where... Yeah, you got you to gotta keep your speaking ability if you can. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? I'll probably go with fur. Yep, that's. Um, I'm. I'm thinking I would probably. I mean, fur too. there's just a lot of better things that have fur than there are better things that have scales. Well, the thing about scales too is like, what happens when it gets dry out? Like the air is dry. Like, yeah. do you have to put a bunch of lotion on? Like, are they gonna crack? Yeah, I don't. I don't know what you do there, honestly. That's also, a situation we should ask in, a snake. In ter- yeah, in terms of just like your lifestyle, I feel like you could maybe get away with just being really furry. There's actually a guy. In the Guinness Book of World Records, you know what I'm talking about? Who yes. has hair all over his face? Yeah, he is a He beast. seems like he lives like a pretty normal life. Yeah, he probably has a really normal job and like wife and kids and stuff, I bet. Versus like the Lizard Man. Have you seen the Lizard yeah, Man? The Lizard Man has no shot. The Lizard Man, yeah. That dude could not go into like a job interview and just be like, and not have to explain himself. Yeah, I mean, there's not going to be one person who's not going to be like, hey man, what the hell are you doing? Right, yeah. right. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off of your life? Oh, man. I would definitely say probably a year off of my life. I know. That's what I'm thinking, too. Um, I've, I'm trying to think of a... I mean, what, maybe if I was in, like, one of those Australian prisons where, like, you can leave yeah, during well, the day and, like, you get to paint and, I don't know, do you, they do all sorts of activities. To maybe. be honest, and I, I work in the jail industry, and I've been to a, quite a few of jails. Um, so well, and oh, you so you've gone and visited some I've jails been in with jails. inmates. I've there. been in cells before. Okay, well, tell this story. Tell us. So story. this is a pretty good one, actually. So I was at a jail. Someone comes up and they're like, "Hold my pocket." I was at a jail not too long ago, and basically the staff members are like, like, "Get over your sweet." He's like, "You should go talk to the inmates and and see what they're going through." I'm like, "Why? I I don't have to talk to the inmates. Like that's a yeah, bad idea." I would be like, and "No." So I'm sitting here and. They're like, this one inmate's having problems with getting his messages from his mom. And I'm like, okay. They're like, he's pretty scared. Is that what you do for your job, too, is you guys do, like, the phone Yeah, we, like, do, like, jail technology. So you're kind of responsible for for this guy not being able to talk to his mom. To his mom. And so we walk into the cell, and there's, like, seven to eight, you know, inmates looking at me. Like, are they coughed and, like? No, they're just walking around. And they're looking at me. They're like, that kid. Like, they could run at you. I mean, yeah. There's nothing in between you and them. There's maybe one s- s- staff member by me, but it was pretty much open. Dialogue. I feel like that they're breaking some rules when well, they're doing so, that. So key to the story. So it keeps going on. Let's just say for reasons that this dude's name is Jason. Yep. So Jason. So like these cells are like they have like common area. Is his name Jason? Let's just say it. Is. Okay. Um, and then they, like common area where they all hang out and like play checkers and stuff and yep. watch the sitcoms. Yep. And then you got their like beds and like their dorms. Yep. And they're like. The, the PO person comes in, she's like, where's Jason? And they're like, Jason's sleeping, don't wake up Jason. And I'm like, are you shitting me? You're going to wake up Jason? And they're like scared of Jason. They sound terrified of Jason. Yep. So they go and wake up Jason. Why? I see him in the background because he's the one that has, has having issues with these messages. And you're J- supposed to help him figure it out. And I'm supposed to help him right here and there. Oh my and God. Jason ends up being like a six foot three, 270 pound guy. Just yeah. huge, yep. huge beard. He's like, what's up? And I was like... Hey man, I, I'm here I to heard help. you're having some problems with getting messages. He's like, oh, thanks. Like, and he was super nice, but 
just the whole. Oh, he was a nice guy. He was a super nice guy. Oh. But the whole idea behind it, where they're like, "Dude, don't wake up Jason. He's gonna be fucking pissed." Right. And I was just like, "This could go really bad for the guy." But I made it out alive. Yeah, I don't know. There's people I work with like that too, where they have a rap for being kind of mm-hmm. scary and not that nice. But every time I interact with them, they're fine. The thing is, so. though, is like you work with normal people. These guys are in. in yeah, jail. they're in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah so no, there's right. a it's little, not the same. There's, there's not a little difference, but yeah, I feel. Like I'm that. comparing the <laughs> construction workers I work with to prisoners. Probably pretty close sometimes. Sometimes. Um, okay. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? I think I know your answer Yeah, for this. that's a pretty easy one for me. I'm usually, I would say 20 minutes early. Um, I yep. usually am early. I felt bad I was a little late today, but there's a crash. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. Right before I got in Lindale. Okay. So that's well, you know, you're fine. Me. But I don't know. I was thinking about this one earlier, and it's like, I mean, I would much rather be 10 minutes late mm-hmm. if I had like a line of work or if I had a lifestyle that allowed me to do that. Yes. You know, because then like you're never waiting around versus like 20 minutes for every single thing you go to, yeah, it's going to add up. That would run. be a lot of time. Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail-free card or a key that opens every any door on the planet? Oh, man. I would probably do open any door I think on so the planet too. just because, I mean, what would you... I don't break that many yeah, laws. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a thing that I would absolutely do to break a law. That would just but I would crazy. need, like, yeah, like to get that get-out-of-jail-free card, like I feel like the most I could ever possibly do... I still wouldn't even get like in that much trouble. So if you had this key that opens like any door, what would you? What door would? What you would open? I do? Yeah. I would open the key to my wife's heart. Oh, I would wow. open the lock to my wife's heart. <laughs> that's a, yeah. I don't know. I. That's a good question. What would you do? I don't know. I think like, I was thinking along the lines of if there was something. I don't know. I guess it's how you look at it. Like if we're talking. Uh, Mental Metaphor- way, or like, what sense? fucking door am I gonna open? I can't think of any doors. That I'll I go to the open. bank, dude. That's what everyone wants yeah. here. I'll go to the bank. I'd open up the vault and I'd take all the money. Yep, I, you'd be a lot richer. And then you know what they would happen? You because you kind of do have a get out of jail free card. Because if you have that key and they put you in jail, you can just unlock your way you're, out. You're on you yourself, out. and then you're good. Yep, that's right. a pretty good uh, question, actually. Okay, would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? I would honestly say probably never stand in line again. I think so, too. I fucking hate lines. I know. And it's like you 50% of the lights I encounter are already green for the most part. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I get stuck in traffic that much where that would really be that big of a thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, imagine just, like, going out to any wherever yeah. and just being able to walk up to the, the front. Imagine if you never had to wait in line at the DMC. The DMV? Or DMV, I should say. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really had to wait in line there, and it really hasn't oh, really? been that. I've never had that bad I've of an experience just there. I've horrible experiences really? on a regular, yeah. I'm thinking more so when you're going out. Like those like massive lines. Yeah. yeah. It's like you just imagine being able to cut that shit For every sure. time. You could just be like an athlete or like a right. famous person or a TikToker right. or something. Do TikTokers get to budge the lines at some know, of these probably. places? They're pretty big time. Are they really? No, probably not, but they're pretty cool. Who knows? Maybe in like California. Yeah. Let them. Would you rather spend the rest of your life on a sailboat? As your home or an RV as your home? Oh, RV 100%. You think so? I get seasick. Oh, really? Yeah, I puked all the time. Right. So I'd have to do RV for sure. Okay. Last one. Would you rather be the first person to explore a planet or be the inventor of a drug that cures a deadly disease? Oh, inventor of a a drug. I think so, too. Uh, For sure. Space kind of scares me. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, either way, you're going to be like stud you're kind of a legend you're gonna be a yeah not even a stud you're gonna be a legend yeah either either dude that would be the most publicity probably 
ever in human history if someone found a new planet and they went to explore it. Yep, that would be pretty cool. Okay. It's a great job, Jake, on that. Thank you. We're going to jump to high school. Okay. So this is where the the good stories come into play, Jake. This <laughs> okay. is where we start to experiment a little bit, and you know we learn a lot about ourselves. So did you ever get caught drinking in high school? And if you did, tell a story. Yeah, so I definitely got caught drinking a few times. Um, How all, could you? We all got caught drinking. How could you? We all got caught drinking a lot. Um, well, probably the best story is... Uh, I went, I was pretty drunk. I went home. I don't know why I did this, but I got butt naked and I just went to bed and my parents, were you, did you go under the covers? Yeah, I went under the covers. Oh, you did. Okay. I went under the covers, but my parents weren't home. And when they got home, my mom wanted to check on me to see I made it home too. Yep. And she came in and my room obviously smelled horrible. Just like straight booze. Did it? Probably is what she claimed. Right. And I was obviously pretty out of it. And yeah, you're just like, that's just off of your body, right? Yeah. You're just like, I'm you just, smell as yeah, like, you're... I'm bad. And so she's like kind of questioning me and I'm slurring my words and she starts to understand I'm drunk. It's like, mom, I'm just tired. I'm she's just like, tired. she's like, get up, like, you, like talk to me. I'm like, whatever. So I get up. I'm fucking naked. My mom's yelling at me. My dad sees me. My dad's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, she wasn't like, put some shorts on. I, I, like, I want to get it out. I don't now. really remember you the whole situation, but right. I do know I was naked and I was arguing with my parents about being drunk and right. it was a tough situation looking back, Yep. but we're probably stronger because of it now. Could you play that? There's no way to play that off the next morning too, right? Be yeah, like, oh, well it was just hot in my room. And yeah. Like, I was like, the fan stopped working. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I was. I sleep like this drinking. every night, mom. Yeah, so that was that was probably one of the tougher times I got caught drinking. I would say. Right. Yeah. Just because it's a little humiliating being naked, or yeah, it was a little demoralizing. Yeah. Right. Kind of funny though. Okay. How about you? Do you have any good ones? Um. Nope. Nope. None. <laughs> so, next one is one of our buddies, Josh. Yeah. He. There was one night that we slept at your house, right? And we yep. had had same kind of activities, right? Where he'd had a little bit to drink. Yep. And I think he must have not been feeling well or something because he threw up, right? Yeah, in your basement. Yeah, Tell this did. story. What are you thinking? How are you going to clean this up? So I remember it was, I bet we were like juniors maybe. Okay. And uh, my mom was out of town. So I was like, and my dad was home and my dad's. And your dad's cool. a bro. Yeah, right? my dad doesn't so care like, as much about stuff like that. So I think Jack and Josh are both over and. Uh, we were drinking, and we went to bed, and it was pretty normal. And then in the middle of the night, I just hear someone projectile vomiting on themselves. Not in the bathroom. No, like... not hitting a toilet, hitting himself. <laughs> himself. So I kind of look over, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of unfortunate. And we're like, Josh, you should get up. And he's not really responding too much, which is a little concerning looking back. And I'm kind of looking at Jack like, you, you know, can you help me a little bit here? And He's not going to do shit. He, he's not going to do anything. He doesn't like puke. He doesn't like situations like this. So. He's going to record it. Yeah, he's just going to record He's just going to laugh phone. about it a little bit and then go back to bed. But the, the big issue here is that, like, I need to get the puke on the ground. How much was on the ground? A lot. Like, Ooh. seriously, like, not a big, like, numbers guy. Or circ- circumference is the word, right? Like the, like the diameter. Diameter. Is what I think what you're looking it for. It was big. Huge. Like three feet? Probably. I mean, it was spray. And... So Josh is still kind of out of it, and I start deciding, like, how the hell am I getting this out of the floor? Right. And I'm, like, freaking out a little bit. I'm kind of being a beast, though. And I'm, he's like, sneaking he, upstairs. He's, like, sleeping still. He literally has no help at all at this point. So it's just me 
Jack's like doesn't care. At I'm all. well. I'm sure Jack's grossed out by the puke too. Yep. So he's like that's occupying all his time. So like I'm cleaning it up, like fucking brushing it out of the floor, like sneaking upstairs, getting like I had two fans blowing because how do you, how do you get the the mass? Or like how do you get all the like actual chunks? Do you are you just picking that up? Or I would just you, I'm just grabbing with my hand with your bare hand. Bare hand. Oh my gosh! Because dude. at this point you must I, have been in the zone. Yeah, I was locked in and I was scared of being caught. And I was like, I, I just got to get this done. So we wake up in the morning. There's a little stain, but everything was good, and we never got caught. So, and Josh survived that night. So you never got caught for that? No, I don't. think no so. No one ever knows. I don't think so. Until now. Yeah. Until now. Um. Did you ever sneak out of the house? Out of my house? Out of your house? No. Never. Not once. I. I don't think so. It would have been kind of hard. I was upstairs, right. and I didn't have a basement. That and like, I. Yeah, I knew out. you had kind of a hard house or a hard house to sneak out of. So that's why I was kind of curious. Yeah, and then you Kim's ever... also kind of a beast. At she's a light she's sleeper. She's got like mother sense. Like she knows like where I am in the house. Oh really? Yeah, I swear. Like every time I wake up, she's up. So. Really. Yeah. So it would have been a little challenging. Okay. So. When you get your, I meant I touched on this in the intro that you're one of Woodbury High School's safest drivers, and the way I'll start, I'll preface this is when you first get your license in Minnesota, they have like rules for the first six months, right? Where yep. it's like you can only have I think one or two passengers in the car with you that aren't your family members. Mm-hmm. So I would say you were probably one of the only people I knew that actually like tried to follow it. I mean, no one's perfect, and no one's gonna follow that perfectly, but you actually like tried to follow it for the most part. And our buddy Jack, other buddy Jack, yep. total opposite, just likes to drift and, you know, yep. goof off. So the, whenever you two would drive, Jack always thought that this is funny. and It's pretty <laughs> funny looking back on it now. But he would pull up behind you, and he would kind of just inch his way closer and closer behind your cars at like a red light and stuff. Yeah. And he would actually bump you. Yeah. Can you take me through this story and so, kind of your side of what was going on? So I had like a pretty cool 2005 blue Ford Taurus. You guys right. remember that? I think it was kind of a beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have zero confirmed crashes other than Jack hitting my car consistently for like three years with his car. How Every many times day. do you think he would Every do day. It? How many times do you think he did it total? Um, Are we over 100? Uh, over, up 100. Oh, for sure over 100. <laughs> and in the, in the place you would do it He's the most. slamming into you. The place you would do it most frequently is uh, when you'd be like at Woodbury High School, you like leave the parking lot and everyone's leaving at the same time and you're in this big long line and everyone's watching and Jack's just sitting here ramming his Honda Accord into my fucking Taurus <laughs> and everyone's like, what's wrong with this kid? He's laughing. I'm pissed. Everyone's like, this kid's an idiot. And I'm like, yeah, he is an idiot. But this pretty much goes on for like years. Right. So you look at the back of the Taurus, there's like little love dents. Are there? Yeah, because Jack just smacked my car. And it wasn't like all the time just like a little a bump. No, he would, he'd smack you. I, he would smack me. And he thought it was really funny, which looking back is pretty funny. Oh, and Josh and I were talking about this. And it's like, I don't know if it was funnier to be in the car with you or funnier to be in the car with Jack. Because usually we'd split up, we'd split up, right? So yeah. I want to drive alone. And I remember if I was with you, you would be like freaking out like... Because there's, I feel like Jack's the type of friend where it's like, oh, he knows what he's doing 95% of the time. Yep. Like he knows how to hit you with the amount of force 95% of the time where he's not going to actually damage your car. But I would say there's 5% of the time where he's going to mess up, right? Yeah. And he's going to just smoke you and push you into like oncoming traffic or something. You, yeah. Going off that story, do you remember um, when we were like hanging out at your house and the cops were like out front were like, what's going on? And someone's car was just like in the Gail's front yard. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, just, the, in the winter, in right? the winter, they, they whose slipped. car was that though? I don't think I think it was it wasn't one of our friends. Oh, I, I thought it was think. one of our buddies or something. But I remember we were at our house and my mom was like, "Go help him, go help him." And we were kind of like, "Oh, it's, it's snowing yeah. pretty hard out and there." It's, and it's not our house, right? It's the yeah, there was house. A, a car like legit in their front yard. Yeah. I don't know how you got. I don't even know how that happens, but yeah, that was probably sorry, scary. I came to my mind. But okay, um, so touch on your baseball career. So high school baseball. I guess, or when did you start taking baseball really seriously? Because I touched on this a little bit in the intro, but you played in college. And is there a time where you kind of, I, you always worked hard and took it seriously, but was there a time where you, I don't know, started when you realized, okay, I'm actually good? Um, well, we like would go to that thing out in like Chanhass and like it's called the hit dogs. Dog, and we yep. spent a lot of time doing that. Yep. And I, you know, my parents put a lot of money in that. So I was like, okay, might as well take it seriously. Um, so we'd drive out there like for an hour and work. So I felt like if I was doing things of that nature and taking that much time to do it, right. then I might as well pursue so it. So it was college. like that when you started doing it kind of all year round and yeah. started taking it seriously? Mm-hmm. That's what I would say for sure. Right. And what position did you play? Um, I was I played pitcher in like infield. Pitcher in infield? Yeah. And you started playing, pitcher was like your main focus, right? In yeah, college and in college. at the end of high school too? Or yeah, you... in college for sure. And McDermott was the head coach. Yep. What type of coach was he? Did you have a good relationship with him? Because I had him as a teacher, and as a coach, I think one year he did like the WIL or okay. wh- whatever, you, whatever you want to call the VFW, VFW summer yeah, summer yeah. ball. Yeah, uh, McDermott, he was just a beauty. Yeah, just oh, yeah. just a beauty. Um, I would say that you and I, Blake, uh, were probably two of his favorite people. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so I would agree. With that. Uh, we got to know him really well. I was injured. And Blake, it wasn't that you were. I didn't. I didn't play. You just didn't play as much. No offense. Um, and that whole summer, I was a morale guy. Yeah, he was a big morale guy. Kept everyone on their toes. And um, basically, this whole summer, like we couldn't do anything, so like we just would talk to McDermott. Right. And he became our friend. Right. He was cool. Right, right, right. That guy's cool. Oh yeah. And it worked out for both of us, right? You played in college. Now I have a podcast. Yep. So you know, like it ended up working out for both of us. <laughs> exactly. Now we're both in better places. Yeah, do you still talk with, keep in touch with him, or talk? Yeah, to him at all? I'll I'll talk to him like every once in a while. Um, just here and there. I kind of want to text him and just go and like get a beer with him or just meet up with him. I, you yeah. can't really do that right now, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, it would be nice to like check in with him and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good he's dude. Doing. All those coaches were pretty funny guys. Um, ended up you know being pretty right. pretty lucky. So how many offers did you get? Or I guess take me through your decision to play college baseball. Um, I didn't really know personally if I wanted to. I kind of had that idea in my head. Like when right. we were like touring schools, like I kind of want to go to this big school and drink a lot and party. Be and one of fun. the boys. Yeah, just do stuff of that nature. But um, And then like my junior year, I started talking to schools and stuff, but I wasn't getting like doing offers by any means. Right. Like, it was pretty low key. It was mostly D2 yep. schools and yep. local D3s and stuff. Um, and a lot of the schools that like were D two, I didn't really consider like wanting to go there. Right. Um, and then I, I was pretty focused on like I would if I'm gonna play baseball, I want to do it at like something of a private D three right. where I don't have to take it 100 percent seriously. Right. You can kind of make your own terms and yeah, because I I you're not gonna be doing 6 a.m. workouts. I'm not a workout like guy. That. I don't think I worked out like. Oh, I remember when we did the yeah. Royal Speed in the summers, which I that was it. like that was like what our parents tried to get us to do to keep us occupied. Everyone else took it seriously, and Blake and I literally yeah, I just did around did nothing. We were probably the two laziest kids at. Well, I wouldn't go that far. We were not the two laziest kids there, but we definitely did not take it as we seriously. We were pretty as bad. Else. 
We were pretty bad. Well, actually, when you would when we would get split up, though, I would try. So maybe it was just you that yeah, was Yeah, really I think it was me. But that that's a big thing for me. I didn't really like the working out. So right. the idea of playing out somewhere where they didn't really make me right. was huge. Right, right, right. So Max Meyer. Mm-hmm. He is another pitcher that played at Woodbury High School. And he's re- pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, that's what they're saying. He is pretty good. He got drafted like... What did he get drafted? Like he fifth was, overall uh, or something? Third overall. Drafted third overall, and you were the ace, right? When you because you guys did you guys ever play together? Yeah, I played with Max one year. Uh, when, when you he were was a senior, sophomore and I was a senior, and you were the ace over him. He was also like fourteen, but still. But yeah, I was a beast. You were the then. you were the over ace him. Yeah. over him. So uh, for the record, yep. Max. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Superlatives. Did you have any superlatives in high school? Do you know what that is? I don't even know what that is. It's like in the yearbook. It's like the, you know, like best dressed. Oh, class clown. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I did have one. You don't remember what it was, though? No, I do. What was it? I was the most likely to be ID'd when I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was mine. Dude, who came up with those things? I don't know. I was talking with Jack earlier. I was like, I don't remember voting for anyone on that. I don't you know? either. Like, I think it it's, was, it's rigged. It is it rigged. rigged. It was targeted. Like, it was like this last election. Yeah. <laughs> Just got targeted. Right. But, yeah, I think that was mine. And did you ever win Homecoming or Prom King? Um, I, I think I did win one, yeah. You did win one? Or two or My twin like brother actually won one, too. Yeah. I was never nominated. Yeah, but Nathan, that was a big win. I was pretty cool, too, though, Yeah. for the record. Um, okay, so best memory from high school and worst memory from high school, I guess. Oh, man. Then we go to college, and this is where we get the really... The dirty really stuff. Really dirty stories. Um, I'm trying to think of funny stories from high school. Start jogging my memory. Let's think of. Let's try to think of one. It's a good question. Oh yes. Okay, this is actually a good one. So Jack's birthday fell on like. Well, it falls on the same day every year. It's the day uh, before Halloween. The day before Halloween, and or the day. At, yeah, the day before Halloween. I believe how it went is Jack got in trouble for something, but his mom was like. It's, it's his your birthday. birthday, so you can do one thing. So basically, like, she was All mad I want at for him. my birthday is to not be grounded. And, like, black out and do whatever I want. So that's basically what happened. And Cameron was a beast and just had a huge party. And it started out smaller. And we were, like, on, I think we went to, like, Dave and Buster's that day. If oh, that was that day? Yeah, we took a limousine to Dave and Buster's. Yeah. And then we went back to Cameron's Little house. D&B's action. And we won this, like, little uh, lamp. Remember that party lamp? Yeah, they had? yeah. It said, uh, I don't know. It was like specifically a it said. man cave. Man side. cave. So we bring that to the man cave, and then we just have a banger. And I remember pretty vividly just like. That was probably the biggest party I went to in high school. I yeah, would say. that was actually pretty cool. And I remember, and we hosted it. Yeah, and we were part of it, and that was big. Um, you know, the next day, people were like, that was legendary. People were parking like houses down, and right. and Cameron's house probably got absolutely trashed. Oh, I'm sure it did. Um, from that night, I do recall this. This is pretty funny. I don't know if you remember it. No one's like been seriously injured, but Cameron has a pretty tall stairs. Yep. And Annika Nelson went backwards and oh, fell yeah. completely down the stairs. Dude, I remember at those parties, I was never the guy that was dealing with that stuff. Like, no. So I was. I remember if something like that happened, and I thought she was going to be okay, which I was like, she's not going to die. Mm-hmm. No. I was kind of just like, okay, so like someone else is going to be in charge of that yeah, situation. There's definitely, I, I'm not going to let that ruin my night. There's definitely more mature people that could have handled that situation. Right. Um, but I do recall that because that was like scary. Right. And, yeah. So you went to St. John's for college. Yep. 
I guess what uh, I know you wanted to play baseball at a private school, but were you looking at any other schools or was it just kind of? Um, I was looking at a few other schools. You just wanted to be a Johnny. Yeah, I my dad was a Johnny, and like I liked the campus and the field and stuff, so yeah. it just was felt right. That was your number one option, pretty much from the get go. Yeah, I, I liked it there, so I decided that was probably what I was going to do. Okay. And freshman year, did uh, is there a story maybe about you getting in trouble that involves a shoe? A shoe. Um, maybe you were drinking. Maybe yeah. someone stopped you, and maybe like I don't know, your shoe fell off. Or... Yeah. So, so one night I it was like the night. This be- is freshman year. Yeah, right? freshman year was the night before like our home opener. I didn't think home I was, football opener. No, like home baseball opener. Oh, and you're getting after it. I got after it. Very bad idea. I didn't think I was gonna pitch. So I was like, I'll be fine. Oh, okay. I was like, I'll be fine. I will pitch. Right. So I drank a lot. Then the morning's like starting pitcher, Jake uh, No, and I drank a lot. And then I like at St. John St. Ben's, like you take a bus over, so like, you don't have to drive. Yep. And everyone parties in like St. Joe, which is where St. Ben's is. Yep. So I'm coming back because I'm trashed. Yep. And I'm like made it the whole coming way. back in an Uber or coming no, and like on the bus. Oh right. And right, like right. I can't speak. There's no words coming out of my mouth. I'm just trying to survive. Right. You know, just make it to the bed and hopefully wake Sleep, up in the morning. And hopefully wake up on time to get to my game. Yeah, like hopefully I'll be okay in the morning. Well, I'm like kind of going, I'm doing well, and then right when I'm about to get off the bus, my shoe falls off. And then they're like the patrol people or whatever, whatever the fuck they do. The oh it was like the pub safe. Yeah, like whatever. The they come over, they start Just cause your shoe came off. Yeah, and probably because I couldn't. Like, probably because you looked like yeah. yeah I, I looked impaired. Because someone's <laughs> carrying Jake over his back <laughs> and his shoe falls off. He's like, "That's why." Yeah, so so I end up getting like taken in this room and like I'm an absolute mess. Like I. Well, they took you in like the back room. Yeah, this. they like you know I would describe it as like you ever seen Twenty One, Samuel yeah. Jackson, where they're like counting cards. I don't think so. No. Yeah, well, I was gonna say that. Oh, like it's like at a casino though. Yeah, like, like at a casino, casino, like a back casino, like you've been counting cards, but they're yep. just like you yep, know, yep, yep, yep. just kidding. But I don't really remember much of it, but. I was not very nice to the public, public safe people. I said some... They, and you know they put that in the report. Yeah, I said some very mean things. Like like un, what? Uh, like, I don't... Uh, I'd have called them worthless and a lot of things <laughs> along that nature. But so uh, the, A hardworking public servant. Yep. You're it, just coming at his life. Yeah, I came at his life, and I, and I regret it, obviously. Um, they obviously got mad enough. That they called the actual cops. Oh. And then I got a minor. So what were they going to do originally? Just give you like a slap on the wrist? Yeah, I think it was just going to be a slap on the wrist. And you're like, just going to scurry off? And then this this demon inside of me just decides like, let's just belittle the 19-year-old student public safety people. Who's paying, using this who's job to pay his way through school. Through school. Yeah, so that's that was tough on me, but I grew from it. You grew from it? Yeah, probably. It sounds like it. So piggybacking off that. Another shoe story, which I don't know what it is with your shoes, I don't but did uh, someone put your shoes in Jello? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what prompted that? I don't. We were doing kind of a prank war with these girls, and they just took my shoe and put it in Jello, and they just ruined it. Oh, it, ru- it ruined it. Well, it just like made my Burke like. Oh, it was a Birkenstock. Yeah, which is tough, <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, do you have any nicknames in college? Uh yeah. Let's I, hear it. I had one of his house. Your nickname was House. Yeah. And why did you get that nickname? I thought it was cool, and I just oh, you gave it to I yourself. I gave it to myself. Oh my gosh! And and then it kind of just stuck. It was, I was, just it was gonna... mostly a joke because I'm small, and I'm not a house. But like a brick shit house is that kind of yeah. I'm like a brick like shit a house. built a built yeah. guy. So I thought it was kind of funny, and it kind of just stuck. Oh, nicknames. I was thinking about this. I was like, can you ever give yourself 
a nickname, appoint yourself a nickname. I feel like you can sometimes if it starts out as a joke. It started out as a joke, and then, and then it, it, it grew. Stuck. Yeah, so that was probably one. Yeah. How often did it get used? Was everyone calling you House? No, it was usually like me and my. Take buddies. it to the house, house. I would. It was mostly me and my buddies just kind of being like, "Wow, that kid's big. That kid's fucking huge." Right. So I was they're like telling joke. all. They're like telling all the girls before. They're like, "Oh, house is coming yeah, over. House is don't coming. don't joke with this guy. Yeah, he's he's, a beast. he's yeah he's a beast, and he'll he's like huge. Yeah. And then you walk in, and they're and like, they're like, oh yeah, which one? Yeah, where is house still coming? Are you... <laughs> no, that's house. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've ever had like a nickname. Nickname in college, I had a couple. Like one was like Beto. There was a group of girls that I had Spanish class with, and they always called me Beto. And it was actually funny because like my senior year, this one girl who I was pretty good friends with, and I like talked to. I was talking to her or whatever. And then one of the girls in my Spanish class came over and was like, Beto, Beto, this, Beto, that. And they, and then this girl like she looks at me and she looks. She's like, Wait, Beto and Blake are the same people? <laughs> so that we were like two different people. What about um, Krusty? That was a high school nickname. Yeah, okay, yeah. That one was fun. That one was not self-appointed. Yeah. That was Jack. That one was targeting, too. That was a malicious. I don't, I don't know where that one came from. Yeah, we'll leave that one, but I just remember You want to know what my other one in college was? Blake Hockey. I, I've heard that You've one. heard that? Yeah. I don't know where that one came from. I like that one, actually. But it, it, uh, it's not true, or I didn't do anything to get that nickname. It just, Josh and Willie. It just it's happened. similar to the Krusty one, where they just come up with one, and it just sticks. Yeah, what about Moochie? Oh yeah, that's that that's one, a pretty good one. That's a, yeah, that's a that one, one makes that sense one. Too. I got that one in high school. Too. You earned that one, kind of. I I earned one hundred percent earned yeah. that one. <laughs> okay, um, so how was your grades? We haven't really talked about academics, but in college, academically, oh, how man. you doing? I was I was pretty. I think I ended up like a three out, like straight up. Okay. I think, um, and I was a comm major, so it was super right. not hard. Right. Um, I didn't stress myself out ever. I wrote like three papers a semester, but I was super good at getting like a B. Really? I never like pushed myself. You were super good at knowing the least amount of work that you had to do to get by. I was super good at getting about an 86%. Right. And that was okay. And that'll get you a degree. Yeah. And now I'm here. Right. On a podcast of this stature. Exactly. So what do people like to do for fun at? I know it's a private school, but I guess take me through like the nightlife and like an average week because it's kind of a unique layout where there's St. John's and there's St. Ben's and one's an Mm -hmm. all guys schools and one's an all girls school. But I don't know. I feel like they co-mingle. Yeah, so we have all of our classes together and everything of that. The only thing that we do separate is, like, live separate. Like, right. we have two different campuses, but everyone has classes together. You have classes at both campuses. Right. You can – it's basically, like, one school. Right. Um, all, like, the off-house or, like, the, the campus housing. Yep. Off-campus housing is in St. Joe, which is where St. Ben's is. So that's where, like, a lot of the seniors live um, their senior year. And then all the bars there. So basically, like, whenever we'd party, we'd go over to St. Ben's. Right. To the bars and, and that stuff. So And what, why do you think they split them up? Is it just an old, old thing? Because, like, yeah. logistically, I would be kind of pissed if I was like, oh, well, I got to go over to this part of campus for part of my classes. And then I have to come back for, for this. I don't know. Minnesota yeah, was kind of like It's kind of tough but... because, like, both campuses are so different. Like, right. St. John's is, like, out in the middle of the woods. It's, like, really? super old, but it's, like, cool. And, that, right. and it's, like, more nature and then St. Ben's is more modern. Right. So it's, you get a little bit of both, but right. I know people who like like one more than the other. Really? Yeah. So I, I'm not a huge nature guy. Right. So I didn't really care. Like, I like St. Ben's because they had bars and they had the houses and stuff. Whereas, right. I mean, there's probably kids that, like, liked going out on the weekends and, like, right. fishing and shit. And St. John's is in St. Cloud, right? Uh, or it's right by that? It's, it's relatively close. So St. John's is actually its own little town ship okay. called Collegeville. Yep. It's, and then... 
Um, St. Ben's is in St. Joe, which is just a suburb of St. Cloud, you could say. Okay. So is it kind of like a bubble, though, where, like, you're spending most of your time there? And you're, you're not really much, going into St. Cloud? Yeah, like, we, we wouldn't, like, ever, like, party at St. Cloud. You go into St. Cloud sometimes to get food or, like, you know, like, groceries. Or go or to St. Cloud State. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't make it to St. Cloud State. couple 3 a.m.? Yeah. 3 a.m. late nights? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... The nightlife is it the bar scene's pretty big there i guess what what do you do when you're not yeah 21? so like house parties are big um in saint joe uh also like when we were juniors um we lived on campus still in yep. these apartments called seaton which were like earth homes it's kind of weird they're like earth built, homes they're like built into the ground okay um but we had like four, that sounds kind of cool. we had like four of them yeah between like my 16 buddies and we like kind of blocked it off and like we were right next to the lake, and it was it was a cool setup. It was a really good. So setup. we we didn't leave there. Tom, we had people over there quite a bit, and we didn't. No one really just had with the party us. house. Yeah. Well, it was like yeah, pretty much. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, that was a good time. So tell me a little bit about Tommy Johnny, the Tommy Johnny game. Because uh, that was the the two times I've been to St. John's were for Tommy Johnny. Yeah, so Tommy Johnny's an interesting thing. It's a D three football game that. A lot of people seem to care about. Um, well, it's not D three anymore, though, is it? Do yeah, they still do it? This this year was supposed to be the last year before Saint Thomas Saint makes Thomas the move to D one. Yep, and basically every year more and more fans, you know, kept coming yep. to the point where like they had to get a venue that could hold it. Yeah, well, they they would have it at like uh, Target Field. They had yeah, so like when we were juniors, they had it at Target Field, which was freaking sweet. And then the next year they had it again at St. John's, but then this last year when it wasn't COVID, they had it at Allianz. In which St. that Paul. would be sweet. I which think that's was a, super cool. That's a really good venue for it. It was I perfect think. just like for the size and to like watch it. Well, it yeah, so and, and just like the layout of the stadiums. Yep. I've never got how they turn a baseball stadium into like a football field because a baseball stadium is like a diamond. Yeah, a lot of them are so big, though, that they can put a football field really easily. Yeah. Some people just have crappy seats. Yeah, you just kind of have a weird <laughs> pretty much way to watch the game, I guess doesn't really matter though you're not really watching right so dorms versus houses because i i think you said you had to live in dorms for your first two years and then you could move out to a house so i guess what was that like did you mind that because i i remember by my freshman year and it was part of the reason part of the reason why i was because i was in a bad dorm yeah but by the end of freshman year i was like i gotta get the hell out of these dorms yeah so that was that is one unfortunate part about st john's i would say is you do have to live there for two years um the first year I was fine, I think, because everyone has to do that at any yeah. colleges. The second year, it's kind of shitty when you're looking at, like, when I'm in my dorm, and then yeah. I can go over to your guys' place at Floco, and I'm like, they're living in Floco, I'm living in a fucking dorm. All right. So that that was a little tough, but after that, it really didn't matter because we matter. lived in apartments Short, and, and houses and stuff. But Short memory. It was, yeah, that was the only, I'd say, sophomore living situation right. was kind of crappy, but right. other than that, it's fine. Okay, so beer, die, and gel. I've heard you're a very competitive player. Yeah. So what happens if we play beer die? I don't exactly know all the rules to beer die. I think someone has to explain it to me every time, but yep. I don't catch it off the table or something. Basically, someone cheats. Yeah. Someone cheats and wins. What are you doing? Are you going to confront them? Uh, you know, I do. Is that when house comes out? You no, know, I, I I'm pretty competitive and things like that. I'll I'll kind of have little spaz outs. Maybe say in cello, are you how many controllers have you broken? I've got a couple broken controllers. Actually, yeah, I've broken a couple. Are you just years. slamming them on the ground? Or? Yeah, I get just frustrated throwing them. Do you get mad at the person that's playing you or the the game or yourself? You get mad at yourself. I uh, I would never blame myself because because it's not you. It's not me. It's the controller or the game, right? Or the person I'm playing against, right? And that's how you got to go through life is just make excuses, right? You just got to blame everyone so else. So that's I never would blame myself, and that's why controllers end up breaking and things of that nature. Right, right. Yeah. Um, how many minors do you have? I, how many minors have you got? 
I have two. You have two. Um, yeah, two. And one of them was that first story, right? Yeah, that one was tough. The second one wasn't as tough. I was like at a house party and we, it got surrounded, and uh, it was kind of funny. Um, the cops come in. And, How old are you in this? This is uh, uh This one I was probably twenty. Okay. So, so you're I, close. Was, I was close. I was. Were there other people there? Oh, so there's a bunch of other people there that are twenty one. Yeah, and, and I'm really young for my grade. I'm like yep. August twenty seventh, so I had to wait a long time. And in this one, it was actually Tommy Johnny Day, so we had party bus the whole day, and I was like. Oh, in the morning. In the morning. And then at night we went out. So I hadn't like been drinking since I got off the party bus, and I wasn't even drinking that night because I was like, I can't right. do this anymore. My body's in a break. So I'm in there, and I'm feeling pretty good. Right. And I start talking to the cop a little bit. Like right before I started talking to the cop, I called my mom. I was like, hey, mom, I'm getting a minor. She's like, oh, that's fine. Because I was, I was honest, and you were that confident that you were. Well, I knew I was. Yeah, I knew I for sure that would be the last people I called. Like parents, I'd be like, I oh, knew for sure. I, I knew for sure I was fucked, so I was just gonna let them know. And they also have access to that microchip that Todd put in you. Yeah, right? so probably. They'll know if you get one. Yep. So then, I start talking to the cop, and I started becoming kind of friends with them because I was being pretty nice, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, sir," because like, we had like forty kids in front of me yeah. get busted. So I was like, "Can I just go last because I think maybe I'll blow zeros?" Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I'll do this. So I get up there and I'm like blowing, about to blow. And yep. I blow like a .16. Oh. And the guy goes, Jeez. you weren't even fucking close. And I was like, uh, yeah, I know. That was, but I mean, it was, it, was, right. it was a nice try, but right, I, right. I missed it by a lot. I remember like hearing Like double a, over the limit. I remember hearing a story about someone who, it was like prom and they got busted and they just started chugging water. Like yep. right away, they just started chugging water. And he was one of the last people to go. And he admitted to the cops beforehand that he had been drinking mm-hmm. just because he didn't think he, it, he didn't see any reason not to. And then he went to go blow and he blew zeros. And they had to let him off with nothing. And like that's, I mean, we're 21 now, so that yeah. doesn't matter. But for me, it's like any chance now, I'm going to tell whoever it is, I'm going to be like, just drink as much water as fast as you can. That's the dream. But don't get hyponatremia. Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, Do you know what that is? No idea. It's basically you if you drink, drink too much water. Yeah, if you drink yeah. too much water. And, that and you don't get enough salt fun. in your blood. Yeah, you that would be the dream is getting out of something like that by just chugging water. Right. But I don't think in many situations you're getting out right. of that one. Right. Okay. Peanut butter. Oh, yeah. On one of your buddies. So, Tell me this story. So have you guys ever seen the – I think it was a Vine. or I don't think I have, but – So we'll have to watch it. Maybe we can throw a clip up here of it. Oh, and, 100% we can throw a and, clip uh, up. It's basically a baby just covered in peanut butter, and they just look at him, and he just goes, ah. I don't know why it's super funny, but it is. He doesn't say anything. He just makes like a noise. He just makes one noise. Ah. And he like slaps his belly and he goes, eh. Ah. And, and did this kid just do this on his own? So, he just is love peanut butter. So this butter. is super weird. It's good for your skin. There's so I get kid, why. There's a kid a year younger than us and he, our buddy who we, you know, put peanut butter all over, he kind of <laughs> resembled the baby. He looked like the baby a little a bit. A little bit. And like if you were going to pick someone on campus to put peanut butter on, he's the no doubt person that you think we need to put peanut butter on this guy. Right. So this kid comes up to us, and he's like, hey, we had this idea. I don't know if you guys think this is crazy, but Ricketts, we think it'd be really funny if we could put peanut butter all over you, and then you just tap your belly, and we'll make a video. So what we do is... How much peanut butter? Legit so get? many jars. This kid, we're like... Like 20 jars. This kid's wearing a diaper. We're just putting peanut butter all How over. How long did it take? I mean, it took a little bit, probably like 30 minutes. Oh, I'm sure everyone wants to just lather this dude up, too. So we all start... They have, like, a shovel? You have, like, shovels? He's This kid is just covered in peanut butter. And then, like, the main event's coming when he's going to slap his belly. And go, yep. Eh. 
So there's like 40 people in this room watching this kid. Everyone came. Watching this kid in a fucking diaper. Did you charge people to come watch? We should have. Okay. So to watch this kid, the kid starts like sweating. There's like fucking sweaty peanut butter like going down his like like legs and arms and stuff. And he just sits there and he taps his belly. "Eh?" And then everyone just started laughing really hard. And then I think we made him do it twice. And then oh, you got to get like three or four takes. Yeah. Once that, you got peanut butter all over him, you, there's a lot of stuff you got to do. And then with that, that was pretty cool. You, gotta, you, you should have brought him to the gas station and had him go in and buy like a candy bar. I think that one's covered in peanut butter. <laughs> the guy was like finding peanut butter in his like ear for like days after. You're like, like go buy groceries. Go get groceries. That was kind of a weird one, um, but it was it was pretty funny. And I think that did, did he go viral? Yeah, he got on Barstool. I think did he the really? Fifth year or something along those natures. So did that, he shower right after? Or yeah, like, how we, do you get? We just threw him in the shower for a couple hours. And I mean, I feel like with peanut butter, it doesn't just wash off. Like you gotta. No, oh, yeah, that was a challenge. But in in retrospect, like it's really weird. But once you like see the video, right. you'll understand right. the comedy behind it. And you guys also donated a bunch of peanut butter to like food shelves, right? To make yeah. up for this cuz we don't want to be wasteful. No, right? exactly. You're not wasteful. We, You're no, we just we just like got bread and just put it on them and used it for right. him, uh, the next couple weeks right, as right, our, right. our peanut butter bank. Okay. So, you graduate 2019 in the spring, is that right? Yep, yep. And you said you were a comm major, right? Yes. So, I know you interned for Todd, but it was there, I guess what was your game plan or what was your plan after graduation as far as working goes? So the summer prior, I interned with the company I am at now. Yep. And after the internship, we got job offers. Yep. Like that summer. Yep. So I took the job offer and had a job lined up. And then senior year. year was just a slide, yeah, right? Because you're I like, oh, nothing. I already got a job. Who cares yeah. about my grades It was now? a blast. Probably right. the best decision I ever made in that because everyone else is like stressed out and trying to figure it out. Right. I had no worries. And so what's your position at this company? I am a project manager. Besides going in and um, helping inmates <laughs> yeah. with the, all the issues they're having. Yeah, so I'm a project you're a li- manager. You're a liaison officer for yeah. the prisoners. Exactly. I'm just a friend. So you're a project manager. Yep. And what projects are you managing? So like a couple of the things I do is like our software. Okay. Um, we have a new software coming out, kind of just making sure that that's you know, moving forward. It's, a, sure it's just a, a software just for your company or is yeah, it? It's like basically the software we give to the jails that keeps track of all the things they do on a daily basis. Right. So basically we're making a new version and I'm kind of just the, my, one of my big jobs is making sure that this is doing, going in the right direction. It's working. Right. And what services do you guys offer for the jails? Uh, we're, like, we're like a communication and commissary company. So okay. basically if you wanted to order, um, food for an inmate you'd yep. go through us if you wanted to text your inmate call video visit right things along those right, right. that's all us so, yeah. right and is it you do public and private prisons uh we actually just do uh public or we do county jails county jails just county jails just county jails yeah. okay um so post-grad you graduate you have this new job you're living at home is that right yep so i lived with my parents from when i when we graduated, we went to Europe for like a month and a half. Right, and that was all on Todd's yeah. dime, or the it was yeah, a company it was trip, a company right? And then we like paid back. Um, oh, you was, did? Okay. Yeah, we paid back. And then when I got home from there, I lived in Woodbury with my parents. Did you guys spend too much money when you were over there? Yeah. We spent <laughs> money. He's like, you get a, a budget of whatever, and then you guys come back and you're like, we actually spent fifty grand. Yeah, we we did spend a lot of money, but um, we had to pay that back. But you know, it's done now, so that's right. good. Right. But yeah, we I lived with my parents from July to. May. Okay. And then I moved out. Right. Yep. Okay. And town ball. So you're still playing a little bit of baseball, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I guess what? Tell me what Town Ball is like. Are you playing for the like the St. Paul Saints? Playing nope, against them? Or? Nope. So Town Ball is just like uh, you know each individual town has can have a team. Like Woodbury. Woodbury could have a team. Okay. In in retrospect, um, I play for the Measle Mud Hens, which is just a little town like ten minutes past Hastings. Okay. Um, there's like 125 people, a baseball field. It's a pretty right. cool field. And who um, uh, is else on your team? Is it some of your college? Uh, all, all. I don't have any college teammates that play with me because it's uh. It's by where you live. You have to be within 30 miles of the plate. Oh, okay. So in when my address in Woodbury, I'm 29 miles away. Right. So I'm like really far. So who else is on uh, the team then? Or how did, I guess um, how did you get hooked up with them? So Brian Sprout is the head coach at Eastridge. He plays. Um, he's the guy who got me connected. But you went to Woodbury. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So how does that work? I don't know. Just... All, just everyone in the baseball community is yeah. Tightly, there's a lot. Net. There's like a lot of we have a lot of East Ridge guys still at our kids. Um, a lot of different schools go down playing Meesville. So it's kind oh, of. Oh, is it like with Carter and is Carter on the team? Um, no, but like Ronnie Sweeney, like I technically even Meyer was on the team for like two games. Um, Seb plays an MLB pitcher. Yeah. So there. So is that against the rules, Jake? No, there's a lot of guys. Well, we couldn't have him right now, but there's a lot of guys who played X Pro Ball and stuff in, really? in the league. So you guys yeah. are pretty good. Yeah, we're solid. And you're the ace. Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Um. Okay. So best memory of us growing up, which I know I've kind of asked this question, but is there anything like between us? Hmm. And there's one final, uh, one final story okay. after that. I think uh, I don't remember what year. I think it was like ninth grade, maybe, mm-hmm. when like they would do more bad things, and like we were still right. relatively were, kind were, of like they were irresponsible. Yeah, they we were more relatively like good Jack souls. specifically yeah, was specifically irresponsible, Jack. Um, and we were kind of like the good souls still. And uh, I don't know. I feel like that's when we were kind of bros. when we bonded the yeah, most. Exactly. Right. Yeah. No, I feel like uh, they were doing two a days and all sorts of stuff, and yep. like that's when you, Josh, and myself spent the most amount of time together. Mm-hmm. But okay, last story, mom prom. Oh, you know where this is going, right? Yeah. Did you think you were gonna dodge this one? No, a little I bit? thought this one was coming up. Okay, I kind of waited to the end. I was like, I, I, I bet he's gonna think once we get past college. Yeah. I'm not bringing it up, but I brought it up. All right, so I can I can give you a little rundown of what mom prom is. Okay. So mom prom is this event at St. John's. Um, it's it's pretty big tradition. Uh, it's basically like prom with your mom. It okay. Makes sense. Um, we it was on a so Saturday. You get like a suit and yeah you, you, you dress up go to suit and all the moms wear brown dresses or no? yep they all wear prom dresses oh, they're looking gracious. they're looking hot um and you know you kind of go into this big area and then you like and then you guys do mom swap and you guys just hook up with you, each other's moms yep, right? exactly it's just like one big orgy um just kidding but so that day it was really cold um we had a double header against carlton carlton's the worst fucking team in the history of the world are they it's a good school great school shitty at baseball they dick us down they beat us twice Oh, so it starts game. out bad. We lose our first two games. And your coach is probably Our coach pissed. is pissed. And we don't really care because we knew we were Because you're like, mom I'm prom. mom. And that's probably why he was mad. I'm yes. sure he was like, you guys need to, you can't focus for two games or yes, blah, blah. Exactly. We were that's me as excited. a coach. That's me as a coach trying to give a speech. You guys can't even focus yep. for so, two so games. We lose, we lose to Carlton twice. It's shitty out. Did you get a like beaten down too i didn't was play cool. that day but it was oh yeah. so it wasn't your fault no it wasn't my fault personally but we still tough to see and do right so like we have that going for us that's really shitty yeah it's shitty outside yep we're pretty excited to drink and have this mom prom because it's just a big you don't party. even care that you we lost. don't even care we could care less so we start boozing get back to our house start boozing we go to mom prom i start drinking a little too much probably yeah that a lot of the issues in my life 
arise from when I drink a little too much. Right. So this one, I kind of did. So where, where, what's Kim saying? Is she she's playing it cool or whatever? Yeah, Kim's, she's like, Kim's fine. We're like we're having a good time, and, right. it, and honestly, the prom went fine. Right. When it's just you and your moms and yep. drink, but then after the prom, you go to the. What bar. do you do for the prom? Do you guys rent out like a? They're like a rent out a place. Yeah. Oh, is it a school thing? Yeah, it's through the school. Oh, so St. John's does Holds it. it. Yes, and then after like when it's done at like ten. Like, all the families go to the bar together. Right. So we go to the sales. Do... Like, my dad's here. Like, everyone's families are with us. Do the uh, girls bring their dads? Yes. They have, like, their own oh, it's separate daddy, daughter And then shit. you meet. Yeah. So and then it's the, all on the same day, though. It's all on the same day. Okay. And it's all that weekend. So right. every family, everyone you know, you've met over four oh, years gosh. is there. Oh, gosh. So it's, like, a lot Is of, it just for seniors? Yeah, it's just okay. for seniors. But, like, key to the story, there's a lot of people you know. Right. And a lot of people... You, probably don't want to see like you doing stupid stuff right and this is part of the story too is i drank a lot is todd there uh probably i don't i don't really remember to be honest so then this is where it starts going <laughs> a little boss? more south it starts going a little more south is i go to mom prom or like after mom prom at the bar yep and i'm not thinking very much right, right and you know everyone's dancing with their moms and stuff just spit it out spit and it i start like making out the chick and, <laughs> and my mom's just disgusted she's just pissed and I'm, and she's like, he's not giving me enough attention. Yes, and I'm, and I'm. If you would have been taking turns with your mom and this other young lady, she yeah. probably wouldn't even have been mad. Right? Yeah, no, probably not. I should have been more considerate. Is what I should have. Right. But I'm not. I'm being an idiot. Um, and then. But it, but in your defense, though, it's mom prom. It's one of your last like yeah. nights to let loose. Exactly. So it's not completely on me. It's and just you unfortunate. Got, you maybe should have gave her a heads up. Like mom, shit could go down. Yeah. At this thing. Exactly. Who knows? You know. Things happen. Don't cock block me. Yeah, don't cock block me. So then kind of goes on. I end up, like, leaving. And, you know, the, the morning, and my mom's very mad. Like, very mad. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Slow down here. I feel like you skipped a big portion of the <laughs> night. What happened? So, th- then, so you're making out with her at the bar. So then I leave the bar okay. with her. And then I come back to my house later. You brought her back to your house. Or you went over I, to her Yeah, place. whatever. Yeah, whatever. That, yes, went, went to that, her place. Okay. Get back to my house later. I have like. Was your mom planning on like staying at your house? No, she was like at a hotel with all the okay. other parents. Okay. And then I had like fifteen missed calls from my mom. Where it's and like, mom, after five, I'm not gonna answer. Yeah. I'm wasting all our minutes. Yep. And in like, this is when it kind of starts to hit me. Like, I am the worst. I am a piece of shit. So I get. I feel like that's not that bad. So I, in retrospect, very very bad. And my mom was very very sad. She was upset. And very very mad. And I remember my dad like texting me. He's like, "Dude, you fucked up, really bad." And I was like, "Oh no, no I did it." So then I wake up. So I wake up <laughs> in the deal. morning, and I'm I'm sad. I'm just like defeated. Like life's really bad. And so I decide I'm like like I quit two of my buddies, and I'm like, You're like I'm gonna save this. I'm like, I'm I gonna need, turn this around. I need you guys to come to the bar with me and just sit there and just hang out. I need you just to hang out with me. We can't talk about anything that happened. We're just, right. just hang out like right, nothing right. happens. So then I go to the bar, but what starts to happen is like all these parents are still up for the weekend. Yep. So like, they're like coming in. Some of them went to get like mimosas. In yeah. The yeah. And I start seeing them and they're like talking to me and they like, obviously saw what probably happened. So I'm just feeling horrible. So like in a situation where I, it was a very tough, what did your friends say? Were they like that? It was bad or were they like, it wasn't as bad as you think. I mean, none of my friends and, and me included would do what I did willingly or like, right. like in right mind and not feel horrible. Right. Um, but yeah, I did it. And now me and my mom are, 
we were back in a good place. You were back in a good spot, but yeah. she was pissed at you for a little I mean, that, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to ever be let home again. Did you say goodbye to her before she left? I don't recall. You don't in the morning? Yeah, I, I, that's tough in the morning. No, I don't think so. Really? No. But yeah, okay, That's that was the last story I got on here, and that's all I got in my notes. Is there anything else that you want to bring up? Or oh, is there man. No, I think anything that, you can that think one's of? Probably... What, what was the experience like for you? Man, this is a good time. I, it's just a great Sunday activity, just being able They're to... They're fun. They're yeah, fun to do. Yeah, this is really fun. And I will make sure that I don't put your full name in the description. Okay. Because actually, if you Google someone's name, it'll pop up on Apple Podcasts. Oh, We've really? like Like Eric Liebel. If you Google Eric Liebel, his episode will pop up. So we'll put a little nickname in there. Maybe That's, we'll put it as the house. That would be pretty we'll nice. We'll say the house. That would be pretty nice. So, okay, Jake. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. That's all I got for you. If there's nothing else. Uh, no, thanks for having me, Blake. Blast having you on. Yeah.